Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe, and to the left of me is Woo! my man. Yeah. Cappuccino meat. Cappuccino meat. Must be Sunday night. Sunday night. Feeling all right. <laughs> What's up, homie? <laughs> is that a song? What's that? Sunday night. Feeling all right. It sounds like a song. It, sound, it could be. <laughs> it could be. I don't know. Nobody take that shit. No. I, I, I'm patenting. I'm copywriting that shit yeah, right now. I'm going to log in. <laughs> I'm going to log into portal, web portal, and copyright that shit right What's now. What's good, homie? Oh Lord, uh, no! I'm just you know glad to be here, man. <clears throat> um, you know we got that Wathens bourbon on deck tonight. We got that. It's tasty. We got that. Uh, we got that Twenty First Amendment hell or high water hell or how do you fucking say it? Hell or high watermelon. Hell or high watermelon. Yeah, that's probably the last six pack of the season. <laughs> it could be. It's probably getting ready to be uh, real light with that yeah, uh, with that beer. No doubt. But uh, well, we caught a six. Yeah, man. Uh, that's a 12, actually. You caught the 12? Yeah, yeah. I brought eight down here. I left four up top. For okay. The, uh, but there wasn't but six left in there, so you already been on them. Well, we had two, right? There's four in there now. There's four in there now? Yeah. Really? You need to keep better eye on your kids, man. <laughs> they down here drinking beers and shit. <laughs> you don't even know it. <laughs> it could be. Tommy and Edie up there faded right now. I love it. <laughs> oh Lord! Don't say that. Defact show up in this bitch. Nah, it'll be, that's no it'll good. Be fine, it's just beer. <laughs> <laughs> what else is going on, man? Oh shit! Not 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 much. I, same old shit. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I did some real, you know, the shit that you do for your kids. Speaking of kids, oh yeah, you had an early Saturday morning thing, man. So my yeah, so my eight year old, you know, he's in second grade. Mm-hmm. Kid just wants to join drama club. Well, they got some dumbass old bullshit Marietta rule where you have to sign up like in person for the drama club. Mm. Well, the problem is, is that there aren't many slots for the drama club. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's this big fucking grandiose like production that they do every year. So they have sign up at the strand on the square on the Marietta square. Mm hmm. And I guess, like, over the years, people have been like, you know, a line started to form early. So sign-ups at 8 o'clock, 8 a.m., mm-hmm. people start getting there real early. Like, I, I've heard about this. I just haven't experienced it yet because yeah. my two oldest weren't weren't interested in doing that, drama. Yeah. So, I, you know, you start hearing the things and the research and shit, like, what time should I get there? And, you know, I hear people talking about showing up at 5 a.m., oh, 5.30. Well, wait, wait, it gets better. 5.30 a.m., 6 a.m., like, yeah, be there by 5, 30, 6 a.m., you'll be okay. Well, that week, you know, Tommy comes home, and he's like, yeah, he's like, I was talking to my friend Susie or whoever, and her mom's going to get there at 2.30 in the morning. I was like, look, your dad is not getting there at 2.30 in the morning. I'm sorry, dude. And then he just keeps, he keeps, you know, you know how, you know how kids are. They just keep going in. They just, every day, come back with a new story about somebody, somebody's mom or dad's going to get there dumb early. And then I got a couple of couple of like school dads that like we're on like a little text chain here. We just yeah. talk shit all the time, kind of like what we got with Pocket and Jay yeah. and you shit like that, right? So, uh, so, so I get on this little chain. Like somebody hit, hit hits the hits the hits the hits the, hits the text uh, the text group, and they're like, "Yo, I'm gonna be at the I'm gonna be at the thing tomorrow night. Who's gonna be there? Or the thing in the morning? What time are y'all getting there?" And I said, "I'm gonna be there." I was like, "I plan to be there." 
about 4.30, 5 a.m. That's what I was going to go. And so then I start hearing these things. And this, this other guy on the chain was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be there at 3.30. I'm like, what? I'm like, all right, look, I said I was well, going to be. Elementary school? For elementary school. Some shit you got to pay for, too. Oh, no, nah, man. Bro. So I'm like, all right, look. You know, I said I was going to get there at 5.30. I'm going to bump it up an hour. I'll get there at 4.30. Well, you know how when you got to get up dumb early, you set the alarm clock and you can't fucking sleep. Yeah. So I ended up getting up at fucking three thirty in the morning. I roll up to that that, that bitch at four o'clock in the morning. Line around the block. There's sixty slots. I got there at four a.m. I was number sixty six. Oh wow, motherfucker, man. That's some bullshit. That's some bull. That's shit. Some bullshit, man. So supposedly they take 70 and there's a little wiggle room and people drop out and shit like that. I'm yeah. like, all right, well, I'm 66. There's a pretty good chance. He's in there. He's in there. But God, dude, damn. I was I was on the square at 4 a.m. Like had my laptop out. I was I was prepping for joints for Southern Vanguard yeah. Radio and yeah. <laughs> 5 a.m. Getting the interview topics That's together. Crazy, dude. Paying bills and shit. And just, That's crazy, dude. You really love your kids. <laughs> I ain't I, mad at you. Dude, I've had pe- random people all weekend hitting me like, you got there at 4 a.m. and you were 66 in line. I'm like, yeah, don't tell me I didn't ever do anything for my kids. That's stupid. That's crazy. Anyway, I'm sorry. I don't mean to nah, get Nah, you the, good, man. So that's crazy, though, right? For dro- beyond, elementary school drama That's beyond drama crazy. Club. That's beyond crazy, man. Oh, it's awful. And then you already been back in school for a week, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we start back tomorrow. All right. Yeah. All I want to do what is shout out. To, I want to shout out Bob and Brian over at Chopped Herring. Oh, word. Um, yeah. Chopped Herring um, released an Insane Circle vinyl yeah. a couple of years ago. Y'all might remember us talking about that. Um, but they came back around and, and chopped it up with me. They're doing uh, coffee table books now. Yeah, that shit's And dope. Um, they're on, uh, they already got two volumes out and they're putting volume three together and the insane circle is going to be in there. And that's dope. Yeah. They talked to me. Who would have thought, man? I not, certainly not. That's me. wild. Have you yeah. told, the, have you told the crew? Nah, I ain't talking. You're going to, you just going to drop it on them. I'm just going to drop it on them. Man. I ain't talking to nobody, but we covered, we covered the history of that project and prophetics and Southern Vanguard radio and, and all Word. of that. I would, I didn't know what, what to expect from this interview, but Brian did his thing. So shout out dope. to those dudes, yeah. man. What up, Chop here? Yeah, no doubt. Word. Oh, yeah. and real quick, too. Rest in peace, Peyton Locke. Rest in peace, Peyton Locke. Rest in peace, Ross DJ G. Chaos. DJ Chaos. From the Artifacts. Yeah. Rest in peace, Raz G. We've, yeah. We lost a lot of folks over the past yeah. couple of weeks in this hip hop world. Out. So, no um, doubt. You know, um, peace and love to them and their families. No and, doubt. You know, we're going to continue on. Absolutely. All right. So that being said, this is Southern Vanguard Radio. Yeah, it is. We drop twice a week. Tuesdays is a mix show. Thursdays is an interview session with MC, DJ. Uh, It could be a photographer or somebody Mm -hmm. in the fashion world, whatever whatever it may be. Yeah. We just have a good-ass time on Tuesday and Thursday nights. So, uh, you know, make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud or MixCloud or Stitcher Radio or Spotify, uh, Spotify or Google Podcast, pretty, pretty much any podcast platform that you can think of, we're on that shit. YouTube, no doubt. And then we have some affiliates too, right, Meeks? Yep. ATLHipHop.com, I am ClassicRawRadio.net, 
X Squad Radio, X Squad Affiliates, Return of the Boom Bap, WRBB, all of those in Atlanta. And then uh, you can check us out on the West Coast with Soul Public Radio. Word. Cali. Yeah. So this week, yeah. episode 219. 219. That means man. there's 219 mix shows you can go check out. Yeah. 180 interviews. Last week, we were out West for Boo Boo the Prince. No doubt. San part Diego. The, yeah. Part of the New Crack Era team. Yep. Ito, all those cats. New Beans. Crack Era West. We heading back East this week. Yeah. We in Harlem. With the one and only yeah. G4 Jack, who's G4 on the phone Jack. with us tonight. What's up, homie? What up, Jack? What's good? What's good? What's good? Woo-hoo! Salute to y'all, man. Thanks for having me, man. No doubt. Southern Vanguard, man. I'm happy to be here. No doubt. Word. What's the latest, Jack? How are you, man? Oh, man, I'm good, man. You know, I love that conversation y'all was just having about the, the, the family and all that. Y'all oh, know yeah. I represent Fly Family. That's what I do. So it's like that that, that was big for me. It sounded like a bunch of dads building. That's no like, doubt. It's my real-time life outside of this music thing. You yeah, know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah I could, exactly. I, I could appreciate that. Yeah, that, <laughs> shit ain't, that shit ain't for the weak at heart, man. I, I'm, right, uh, right, I'm on right. my way out so of the game, though. My youngest, uh, my youngest daughter, Jayla, this her senior year in high school, so that's my last one. I'm about to be an oh, empty yeah, nester. Good life. Good. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to be chilling, <laughs> man. Can't wait. Can't wait. I got I got seven month old twins, lyric and melody, man. And Ooh. they, I just, they, they, I'm, I'm just getting started all over. You said seven months old. Oh Seven man! God bless you, man. <laughs> for yeah, real, I need, I need this music thing to keep going in the right direction. No man. doubt, it's been doing the beautiful things for me. So, no doubt, I wanted to just keep headed that way. Word. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Word. Just drop, yeah, just dropped the album. Nothing was given. If y'all ain't hear that, I need everybody to go tap into that. Uh, G4Jag.bandcamp.com. You can go check that out. Stream it, download it. Merchandise up there. Visuals. Go enjoy the experience. Yes, um, and that was the last project I dropped this year, uh, July first. So, uh, came started the year with the Survivors. That's kind of like what got you know people paying attention to what was going on with me. And then I gave them a collaborative effort with Manhattan Mayor. Shout out to Manhattan. I uh, called the Six Man in May. So right. the three projects in this year. You know, I got a lot of miles to feed, and I love this art. So you know, the artists got to keep busy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think this year was the year I probably started to take notice notice of you, Jag. I mean, it just seemed like all of a sudden, like you were everywhere all at once. Yeah, now nah, you know what it is. I was um, I, I've been doing this, you know, for I, I like all artists, but you know, every once in a while, you get an opportunity to work with someone who might get you a better, a little more shine. So, um, salute to uh, Flea Lord because yep. he was one of the people who actually gave, you know, got me the opportunities and really the spotlight that, you know, I've been, you know, working so hard to achieve for. So, um, he, he, he really came in there, took the time and listened to hundreds of songs that I put together and mm-hmm. put out a beautiful project with the survivors. And, uh, with that paradigm that he kind of laid forth for me, I just continued to build and continue to put out music. Like I said, I had over, you know, 200 songs done when we, when we shaved it down for the survivors project. So oh, I just God. continue to be creative like daily, like every day I try to create something new and, um, you know, try to make sure I'm stacking my catalog. So when it's time to really paint that picture, I have, you know, a, a nice, lot of music to pick from yeah got yeah, big shouts out to flea man i was bumping his project on the way here home yeah man still yeah. playing that shit in the yeah. whip yeah word Hell yeah yeah so jack i have i have some notes in here about some projects prior to prior to this year and admittedly okay. i'm not i'm not familiar with him but uh what what i have down here in my notes were uh like a part one and part two of a series called 911 survivor is that right 
Well, it's actually nine eleven survivors. No, I mean, nine, nine, I'm sorry, nine eleven. I mean, it's the My same bad. thing. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I am a 9-11 survivor. I was actually at a hundred Trinity Place when the towers fell. God so, damn! Um, what? That, yeah, yeah. I was, I was really there. You know what I'm saying? So, um, with those projects, I had a lot of pain on my chest. I had a lot of things to get off. So, um, hold up, hold up, really Jag, hold up, Jag. Make- you was, you um. You work. You was working down there, or you just happened to be no, down no, there that I, day. I was a, uh, I was a junior in high school. I went to the high school for economics and finance. So we was the closest school in New York City. Uh, you could Google it. Address uh, the Hundred Trinity Place. That's where I was at. So when I came out the building, both towers were still up. It was across the street when the first one started coming down. I was I was running hands and hands and feet when the, when the first one was dropping God. on the wrong side of Ground Zero when the second one came down. So. You know, it was kind of na- nasty work, to say the least. But I've, I've been yeah. through a lot. You know what I mean? I've seen a lot. I've, I've been through a lot. And um, what I'm just trying to share my story with the world, you know? That's what's up. God damn, wow. Jack. That is crazy. I did not expect that, my wow. dude. Damn. Yeah, yeah. You know you know what's funny is I, I have only one comedy, you know, because us in this new day and age, you know, you, you see the trollers and, and these people, they like to try to get you excited over the internet. And um, somebody made a comment that said, oh, this guy's just trying to come up off the, you know, the people who actually died in 9-11. It's like, nah, brother, I've I seen somebody yeah. jumping out the building and, right. you know what I mean, exploding on impact and stuff. You can't see a footage. Like, you have to really be here. So, it, it's, I never do, I never say anything for clout. Like, that. that's that's the purpose of naming my projects that, is that, uh, when I came with the 9-11 Survivor, I wanted you to understand that what I was saying was 100% authentic. Every last thing that I'm saying to you is going to be something you can prove. You can look it up. You can go ask somebody. Right. You don't have to take my word from it. Right. And that's that was the point of me naming my music projects with those titles. It was more to to signify the level of authenticity I'm trying to bring to the table. Mm. I love that series of titles too, man. 911 Survivor, Welcome to Ground Zero. And then yeah, uh, the nine level survival part two, the second yeah, time. Yeah, and then I, Dang. and then we opened it up thanks to Fleet with you know, the survivors. So that's what we did at the top of the year. Okay. Uh, we tried to be more all inclusive. Got yeah. you. Got you. Uh, okay, that makes sense now. Thank you for yeah. breaking that dude that Hell down, yeah. dude. That's super helpful. Hell yeah. Well, I mean, listen, this is this is a career I've been building over these years, you know. So it's not like. I'm I'm not here for the for the one hit and I, you know I hope I can make you dance and get a big bag out of that. I mean hopefully maybe one day I make a piece of art that people want to dance to some barbecue music sometime that, <laughs> yeah. that you know maybe a, a biggie juicy or something you know something that that will resonate with the people for forever. But in the meantime I got to just keep telling my story and being authentic with the folks. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Word. And, you yeah. know God willing the, the people will choose something that big for me one day. Right, right. So, yeah, so. no doubt. Yeah, hey, look, man, there, there are a lot of folks out here, you know, that are, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, you know, blue collar, you know, hip hop musicians that are making a making right. a, a decent, honest living off this rap shit right now. It, 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 you know, it's not about getting a deal. And as you know, you know, having to be signed and, you know, having to fucking do some, you know, some whack shit, you know, just to just to pay the bills. You know, there's there's a path there now, which there wasn't really. No, you know what? And that's. I didn't know that beyond like I want to say maybe two years ago. Like that, mm-hmm. I'm learning all about this because I, I used to live in Buffalo for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. I was up. I was as a matter of fact, right after 9/11, I moved to Niagara Falls, New York. 
which is 20 minutes outside of Buffalo, New York. Because mm-hmm. I just wanted to get as far away from the city as possible. Like, yeah. I was I was really on my life. You know, I, I, I did my time here. I put my painting in these Harlem streets. Like, I was able to get into a school, you know what I'm saying? Like, that didn't mm-hmm. last for me, you know, but I was still in a different area, still getting to know different, you know, different people and different cultures. So right. out in Buffalo, I was able to, you know, meet with a lot of cats. And that's why I feel like that's why my style is preserved is because I didn't really, I wasn't around when the whole New York hip hop scene changed and everyone was chasing that machine uh, money and yeah. everybody wanted to, you know, that backing from the labels. I, I really wasn't around for that process. I, I was still writing and I was still in tune with the, with the bars and the culture. Like I, my playlist to this day is mostly golden era hip hop and new school underground stuff right you know what i'm saying so i I think that's played a big part in creating the the product that i bring to the table Mm. that's crazy man that's ill so what how'd you get into this music shit man like what what's the background there were you were you always uh you know writing or an mc or did you try djing or were you doing graffiti or real talk my my pops was a DJ, uh, R.I.P. to Sir Juice, and um, my mom. You know how it is back in the day. I'm from Harlem, you know, in the in the eighties and early nineties. So you know those Sunday, Saturday mornings. You know what I'm saying? Like playing those good old school grooves. And if you listen to a lot of my music, my influences are, are those. Like if you listen to this, a lot of the samples I choose, I, I'm not really you know I, I dig very very deep for samples. Um, I'm a part of every every song that I create from a production standpoint. Shout out to Big Friend for you know allowing me to be that creative because I, when I walk in the studio nothing exists I'm not coming into a list of beats and yo oh, I like this beat let me rock out on this or oh, oh, I like what you did let me let me get a part of that I walk in and nothing exists it's me and French that's it mm. and he asked me how I feel for the day and from from that feeling we start listening to the music like that's how we create the music we start listening to the music I would go through older samples I like 70s soul I like a lot of uh, 50s uh, a lot of the, the, the influences from there where they had the you know the four guy quartets and all. yeah a the doo-wop and shit like, like that yeah. yeah right doo-wop doo-wop that's what I was looking for so yeah. and um, I, 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 so that's why if you if you listen to my music you'll hear some some more bounce you'll hear songs like Well Alright or For The Survivors where we're bouncing we're having a good time we're, ha- we're bringing more of that 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 upbeat energy that I feel like is non-existent in any level of hip hop. When we're talking about lyricism, having a good time, but not double time music. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's like it's the only way to have a good time now is if you're doing double time. I love boom bap. I love the, the origins of this thing. So I try to keep, you know, my sound as such. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, <coughs> so your, fa- your father was a DJ. You ever right. tried, you, you ever my- tried your hand at DJing or, or did you just kind of gravitate um, to, to MCing? Nah, you know, it was just high school, man. I started writing late, more later than most people. I was more just a fan. And then we, we, we and my friends in high school, we started a little group called Iced Out Entertainment. We all went and got a bunch of fake bracelets and all that. Like, we were kids, <laughs> you know, making bad decisions. Hell you know yeah. how that is. But yeah. it, 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 was, it was what we wanted. You know, that was what was cool back then. You know what I'm saying? So we, we had our little cypher of, of, of rappers. And I just was, it was competitive. We used to, you know, try to write the better verse. It wasn't necessarily a battle situation, but it was definitely more of a cypher kind of energy and, like, just keep keep writing verses, want to be the best. And I was the worst. I'm going to be honest with you. I was always coming out at the bottom. <laughs> so I think like literally that drive of not wanting to have the worst verse forced me to live, like pay attention to every last 
cadence and bars, everything I'm crafting. And I'm very picky at that to this point. And I like, that's really where it came from starting off as a young and in school and really getting to it. Yeah. Ain't nothing like that inner competition, man. I know uh, the crew, the crew I come from, I think was, was who was, who was going to be the one take Jake this session. You know what I'm saying? So, (laughs) so we'd be competing on that. Uh, I never, I never got to that point. Cause I like to stack my shit, so I let them have all that. I was I was never the one take Jake, but that inner, uh, that, inner that inner crew competition is it, it it builds men. It makes men. It builds character. Yeah, it does. That shit is serious. Yeah, it definitely does. It yeah. definitely does. I agree. So you back in Harlem now? What's the uh, what's the climate like in Harlem right now? Ah uh, man, it's nasty workout. You know, it's the summertime, summer mm-hmm. in the city. I think Jim Jones captured the climate with, with, with his project he put out this year. It's, it's nasty work. I just lost my brother uh, earlier this week through to five shots on one twenty four percent Nicholas R. P. Wayne, and man. um, it, it's just been you know oh, a lot Jack, of I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, for real, man. Sorry to hear yeah, that. Man, it's been, I appreciate the, I appreciate that for real. It's been um a salute to everybody on the block. Shout out to one one five, everybody on one fifteenth who's gonna listen to this because um I appreciate y'all support even in this time, you know, a pain that we going through as, yeah. a, as a family. So um it's, it's been it's been it's been a rough summer. But um I'm grateful to remain positive. I, I actually um picked up teaching. So you know, in the meantime we're doing music because I like to reach back out to my community. And one thing I noticed was that the construction business is a booming industry in the city. So um, I got into teaching safety classes, OSHA 30-hour classes Ah. to get more guys that's, you know, from from places like us, from the hoods and from the the community into some of these jobs where it's $70 million jobs, $90 million jobs, $130 million jobs, and you can't walk in and get a job even though you live down the block. You know what I'm saying? So Mm. my, my goal was to, like, make sure that these guys got the training they need in order to work. So on top of, you know, doing music full time, I'm also trying to, you know, make sure my brothers is winning, whether, you know, we we make a million uh, off this million music or not. We still got to build a legacy and create generational wealth. No doubt. Now, Jag, you brought it up. Um, We we got some we got some information earlier today. Were you with your brother when that happened? Did 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 anything happen to you or? Nah, I wasn't there. You know what's crazy? It was my wife's birthday that day. So um, we were actually out celebrating, which is a little crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And one of my other uh, family members seen him, but he, he had just uh, gotten into, you know, doing some positive things. He actually just opened his own business. He was creating oh, his wow. own drinks and doing the right thing. So he was, he was you know, doing his thing. In summer nights, he was out there getting his market together, you know? Okay. And, um... Apparently, I don't, I don't, I don't know no back end. And like I said, this is a lot of new, you know, new to us. So I don't want to get into details of things. Right. Like yeah, that, no doubt. No, like we had said, just gotten just, some yeah, information yeah. that you might have, you mm-hmm. something might have happened to you as well. But I'm, I'm glad that's not the case. And uh, again, nah, man, nah, you got I our condolences, bro. That's bad. Um, I said, no, that that's been something that's been plaguing my mind. Kind of wish I was because I felt like he'd have been good. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, don't, I, don't, I feel like we wouldn't have been in that situation if I was there. You know what I'm Dang. saying? So. That's that's something that's been on my mind. You feel me? Is that okay. you know? I, I I mean, I'm glad I wasn't. I'm a father of four, and you know, I got a lot I'm trying to build. But you know, the people you love is the people you love. Would sacrifice anything that you know what I'm saying. So no see, see no my doubt. people's happy. No, no doubt. So, God bless y'all, man. For real. 
For real, for real. I appreciate that, King. Real yeah. talk. I really do appreciate that. Like, not, mm-hmm. not, you know, throwing some real spit because I know, I know y'all fellas is authentic. That's one thing I do my research as well. So I like <laughs> the energy y'all bring to the table. So Word. thank you for those blessings. We appreciate it. Yeah, you fucked us up off top, man. Quoting uh, prophetic lyrics and whatnot, man. <laughs> man, I had to, man. <laughs> FYI for the FBI, stay fly, man. Got to talk to him, man. No doubt. I, mean, I do. I fly talk. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? I listen to the people talking fly. That's now, as awesome. soon as I heard I was doing the show, I had to go do my research see who I was dealing with you know what I'm saying okay Damn. See, man, well, we Jack, that. I, I can't tell you what what list you moved into <laughs> oh, here man. here at Southern Vanguard Radio because you know one, I, I know I know we missed a couple weeks ago, but when you called today, you called five minutes early, and two, I don't th- <laughs> in five years of doing this goddamn podcast, I don't think we've had anybody tell us that they've no. gone and done the research on us zero. Before before the interview, zero, zero. <laughs> that's dope, man. Oh, man. Thank yeah, you. So you in high I'm cotton right I, now, I, I, Playboy? I right. Yeah, that's yeah. a beautiful thing for that's me. That's what's up. <laughs> that's what's up. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. And, and, and we appreciate y'all as co- culture creators. You gotta remember, from, from being artists to doing this podcast, y'all doing the things that artists are, will hopefully have in their career longevity, trying to build other businesses out of their art form. No so doubt. you know, mm-hmm. at the same time, you guys are the pioneers of this shit. You know what I'm saying? So you got to keep up the good work. We appreciate what you bring to the table. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah man. It's kind of out of necessity, man. It's because it's like um, uh, this this part of it right here, you know, a, a radio format, however you want to do it, like college radio, live radio, uh, satellite yeah. radio, podcast, whatever. It's kind of like a lost art, man. I know when we was out here, like, really, really trying to get it, you know, you could roll up right. to a radio station that play your music, talk to you real quick, yeah. something like that. And now it's not it's not really like that today. So uh, so we nah, we enjoy especially it. if you do any music that we like. Yeah, you know yeah, right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we enjoy it for that for that right there, man. But yeah, definitely salute the youth, man, for doing your due diligence, man. We appreciate that. So, man, so, I, try, so, I try, man. I'm a fan <laughs> first. That's yeah, how we got into this. You gotta remember, sure. you got, everybody had to start somewhere. So, you know, I'm a fan of this culture first. That's what's up. Yeah. So, Jack, to that point, I mean, back, I, I know we kind of got a little sidetracked there, but to your point about, um, you know, your father was a DJ. You kind of started writing late. Were there any? Was there anyone else that was an influence on you, whether you know directly or indirectly, kind of coming up? Like, what made you want to pick up the pen? Um. Like from all from an artist standpoint, I was a real big, you know, this is a little crazy, but I used to be a real big fan of Big, a real big fan of Cam and Kiss, JD Kiss. So it's like mm, those was my okay. three, like my holy trinity if I'm reaching out with an honorable mention to, to hold and salute to Black Thought as well because I'm, I'm, I like the lyrics, you know what I'm saying? I'm always mm-hmm. checking for the, for the, for the bar smiths. So, as, but but I'm from Harlem. I'm from Uptown. So I was a yeah. big fan of, you know, obviously the home team because I felt like from a business and a music standpoint, they was, they was man, everybody wanted, to, everybody was wearing pink. Glamorous pink. I had the whole New York wearing <laughs> pink. Shout out to Cam, man. Trendsetters, you know what I'm saying? So, even though, like, you know, I know he got a lot of kick back for some of the for some of his ball work you know what i mean but it, it, i felt like with cam it was more 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 than just the bars he was oh absolutely a kind of culture yeah. with what oh, he was absolutely. Doing. yeah for sure yeah yeah all right so i mean what 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 made you kind of start putting one 
you know, to start, I can't talk tonight, start putting uh, <laughs> songs and, <laughs> uh, you know, kind of formalizing things. Was it after your experience, you know, with 9-11 where you're like, I, I got to get this off my chest? Or had you been working on music prior to that? Or So so to be completely transparent with you, like music is like, it's like a love story with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's always been a passion. It, it really was never like a drive from a business standpoint. It was always was, oh, I'm emotional. I got to write. Oh, I'm going through something. I got to write. Oh, I'm feeling good today. I got to write. Oh, I'm high as fuck. I got to write. So <laughs> it, it, no matter what, like I, I, my turn to was my pen. Like, you know what I'm saying? And what, what I realized is that through the constant building of the, of the writing, I, I, I got a lot better over time. And it was to the point where I was moving a lot. I was living in a lot of different cities. I told you I moved to Buffalo. I lived in Niagara Falls. After that, I moved to Rochester. After Rochester, I, I spent some time in South Jersey. I, I, moved, I bounced around Charlotte. Shout out to North Carolina. I was on tour down there for some time. Oh, so okay. in every city I was popping up in, I noticed I could keep up with whoever was the best of the best. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because if you always, oh, you nice, but my man, oh, you got to hear my man. Yo, you fire. You so fire. I got to go get my man. So I was always the but my man guy. Like, you know what I'm okay. saying? Like, yeah. oh, you good, but you got to hear my man. Yeah. And I noticed that in every city I, I was in, they kept bringing me to the, to the top of the top of the top of the top. So I was like, I, I, I just start paying attention to my company. And then I find paying attention to the moves that they're making. And it's like, man, maybe I, I need to be doing this for real, for real. And stop, you know, thinking about the trap and think about the everyday struggle and right. trying to make sure, you know, the, the, there's food in the refrigerator and make sure the kids got what they need and making sure my wife ain't want for nothing. Like making sure that, you know, those type of bases is covered and, and let me focus on building something. Like, you know what I mean? So it was, it was really just, I, I'm, I was in a trap, bro. Like, I don't got nothing else to say but that. Like, I, was, I was still there, was really there, and I was moving around a lot. So yeah, when you're you. moving around and you're not really taking music seriously, like one thing my brother L. Biz in Buffalo, uh, salute to L. Biz, um, Mr. I Stay Busy, but he was one of the first people that really was like, yo, you need to do this wholeheartedly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need to not play around at all. And he was getting me in the studio on a regular basis when I wasn't going to the studio. I was just writing bars and killing ciphers. I'm just pulling up to your cipher and I'm spitting. I'm, I'm, oh, this is the most amazing cipher, but no one knows about it. Only the people who was there. Right. I used to tell them I'm local in mad cities. So uh, I got to connect these dots. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking about connecting dots, man, um, last 15 years uh, in the Niagara Falls, Rochester, Buffalo area, that area right now is a hotbed. Like, like what what, right. what can you what can you tell us about the the upcoming the um the the what's the word the 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 resurgence or the the how did how did how did that area get to be the hotbed that it is now? Preservation. I mean, literally, what I just said. Those guys they weren't influenced by chasing the machine money. Mm. They had they 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 wasn't influenced by that. In New York, the labels is on 50th Street. The labels is on X, Y, and Z. You could pull up to 10th Avenue and 51st. You, you know, you know where to go. Yeah, to right. get to the labels. So you're gonna you're gonna chase the bag. You know what I'm saying? Out, out there, they making music for their people. They I'm making music to get this show. I want the crowd to to rock with me. And I know this is what's gonna resonate with the people. They're telling real pain and war stories. And they're really going through still 
ain't in war. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, we're talking from a street level perspective. So sure. it, it's, it's, it, 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 it feels like New York in the late 90s. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay. the, 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 the aura is different out there. Yeah. The, 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 the struggles that they're dealing with are different out there. And I, I, was, I was around. So, I, you know what I mean? And I'm really from New York. I'm, I'm from New York in the, late, in the early 90s, late 90s. So, I'm built for that. Like, I'm built for these bodies. So, right. when, when I was out there, I was more like a fish in water. It was like, oh, this is what I'm used to. Are we in a trap? I, I'll sleep in the attic. Give me a bed in the attic. I'm good. I'm pulling up. I'll be there. Every, every, this is the routine. I bet. This is what we're going to do. Are we in the studio X, Y, and Z day? I bet. That's where we at. I'm just, yeah. I, I got there and I fit it. I get in where I fit in. And because, you know, we from the city, you, you say, you know, if you survive in New York, you can survive anywhere. No doubt. So I, I feel like I, I'm really capable of communicating in any hood. And it doesn't, you know, like Chicago, I, I, I've been around, like, really outside for a while. So okay. it's, I, Buffalo is no different. It, it's just, as long as you come respectful and you come, you know, ready to, you know, know what time you got to be on, then you're going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? But dope, definitely man. not for the weak hearted. I believe that. 100%. So what, what brought you back yeah. to Harlem, man? Um, you know, Harlem is, well, Harlem's very different nowadays, but it's not, you know what I mean? Right. There's a lot of gentrification going on. Yeah. So, you know, property values is, is skyrocketing, pushing people out of the community, but at the same time. Shit, Bill Clinton live people, in Harlem, right? <laughs> I don't a, know about live. I ain't never that's seen who fucked it up. nowhere. That's who, started, that's who started the gentrification, man. Man, I saw, I saw some shit where Bill Clinton got a fly-ass brownstone somewhere. Man, Bill somewhere. Clinton bought a spot yeah, in Harlem, Harlem might, and then the white folk just wanted to live there, period. No more, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I hear that. But I, I tell you like this, the climate, though, is this summer has been a different summer. It's been one of the hottest summers we've had in a very, very long time from a positive and, a, you know, a negative perspective. So yeah. I, I don't you know what I mean. I don't know where, what's going on in Harlem right now. I'm trying to I'm trying to stay out, the, stay out the way and do yeah. this music and hopefully, you know, create something that's going to last forever that my, that my people can look forward to, you know, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years down the line. Jay, what would you what would you personally say the the is the source of negativity in, in Harlem right now? The source? Man, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, man, I, I, you know, it's funny. Every, it's so random right now. I, like, I don't know, maybe envy. Somebody wanting uh, the next man plate. Yeah. And the next man doing something and just wanting to be that man. Like, you know what I'm saying? People not being comfortable with who they are. And being comfortable in these circumstances and, and having enough perseverance and drive to change your circumstances. That's why I'm in with the ocean stuff so heavy, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I'm trying to show people, like, yo, you don't got to take the next man play. You can make your own play. You can make, make your a own nice way. Too. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like you, you can get yourself together, like, you're on, on this legal side. Like, you don't got to be on that wolf kind of time. Like, because we all wolves. That's really the issue. It's a bunch of wolves and everybody's hungry. You know what I'm saying? Like, no you starve the wolves, somebody got to eat. You know what I mean? If I go. So, sure. it, 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 it comes with the, the climate. But, each one teach one. I don't believe in destruction. I believe that's that that mindset is a product of systematic racism. That's going on a whole right. other, you know, whole other level of conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just yeah. think it's, it's it's so much more to it that than we could break down on Southern Vanguard today. Oh, no All doubt. I can say is that yo, I'm gonna put my best foot forward every day. I'm gonna try to be a leader. You know what I'm saying? And, and understand that strong black men doesn't always have to come with a negative connotation. You feel me? Like that's no all. I'll add, right add on to that. It's way better to build than destroy. So we can leave it at that. Every time. No doubt. That's a fact. That's no a doubt. whole fact. 
But it's yeah. a lot going on up there, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And um, a, a lot of times people get caught up in the day-to-day just trying to make it to the next day, just trying to make it to the next 24 hours. Like, yeah, that's understood. How are we going to make it to the next 24? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I, I just go back to what uh, what Ito was saying a couple uh, couple weeks ago. Uh, we interviewed him, Jag, and I think he said it on a, on an interview prior, too, when he was on Books or, Book of Rhymes, but he was just like, man, we're just staying at the crib. Yeah. He's like, we're not going. <laughs> we're just at the crib, man. We're just at the crib creating yeah. and just trying to make this shit go. You know, like, yeah, to st- like to I mean, stay I'm the trying way. to get to that point where you know my creativity allows me to have that level of isolation. And just unfortunately, we ain't made it there yet, so we right. still outside. Word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. but it's, yeah. it's, 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 it comes with its, you know, it's, it comes with the life. You feel me? So okay. unfortunately, we are still outside, but I'm trying yeah. to keep my people's inside. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Doubt. yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, Jack, I want to go back to the, the creative process real quick because uh, we kind of diverted when we started getting into it. You were talking about how you and French kind of get in the lab and, you know, create from create from nothing like that doesn't happen very often these days. I mean, even <clears throat> even for even for yeah, folks, you, you know, even for folks that might live close to one another or they're in, you know, within proximity of one another, like never mind all the email and, you know, beats back and forth and flying versus in and out and all that shit. But I mean, to walk into the lab and just say, we're going to create something from, I mean, even you and I, Meeks, I mean, over the years, right? Like very rarely has that happened. It's usually you walk in and there's some shit and, yeah. you know. But you know what? To that to that <laughs> point, some of our best shit, homie, has, right, has is been that, where we started from for scratch. nothing, right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So we can we can relate to that for sure. Um, How'd you get into that? Uh, I don't know that motion. I guess Jag. Is that how you've you always know created? So crazy. Um, it's. I am so anal about the sounds that I write to. So, it's French is someone. He, he I like. He's like my brother. It's more than just a production and artist relationship with me and him. He really is like my big brother. I turn to him for everything. Like when my when my bro just got shot. French is the first person to come check on me. He know I'm gotcha. fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's the level of relationship we have. It's not like engineer artist. It's more your brother's brother, big brother. Word. Yeah. So it yeah, when, when he realized my capability, because like my big brother, his resume, if you if you don't know, you know, about big French as far as his audio resume, it, it's astounding. He's worked with anyone you could talk talk about from Will Smith to and I don't want to name drop, but it's he 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 he's worked for everyone and with everyone. If you do music in New York City, especially golden era hip hop, you've touched with Big French on some level at some point. You know what he's, I'm saying? He's a fish. <laughs> for me, being family, it's like, well, he's not gonna take me serious. You know what I'm saying? Like he he in the game. <laughs> like you know what I mean? So he not he ain't listening to me. Like you know what I mean? So it it took some time for him to really. Listen, like I said, I was still in the trap. I was still involved in a lot of other things. He's not listening to checking to me for no music. Jag gonna fuck it up. Jag gonna get back outside. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, right. but the truth of the matter is, I was dead serious. So when he really dived into what I was creating, and he let me take the reins for a little while, and, and, and it was like trust. I had to earn my trust. You know what I'm saying? Like, and over that time, he allowed, he started like, well, what you think? Now, now he's picking my brain. Whereas uh, before, I, I just be in there listening. You know what I'm saying? And as as I earned my trust with the bro, it just became more of an open door market. So, oh, now that that was years ago. So the music we create. Every time I walk in, 
I'm going to listen to what he got to say. He's going to listen to what I got to say before we even start anything. As he, as we pick, if we decide on the sample, or we decide on the sounds that we, we've chosen for whatever, you know, wherever we decided to pick sounds from that day, if we're doing samples, if we're looking for random sounds, if I'm looking for specific instruments, I might have heard something on the radio and I thought, yo, I need strings today. I don't care what we're doing, but I need strings involved. So let's just find some fire strings today. Right? You know mm. what I'm saying? And then that's how we start. Then once he has the drum kind of pattern, the way he wants to do with the drums, or if he's even adding drums, or once he has some type of formation, I start writing. I'm, I'm no longer in his head because I already influenced what I need mm-hmm. to influence. Right, right, right. He's a god, so he can handle, you know, he, he's going to do what he needs to do, and I'm sitting here. So if I hear anything that I want to add, I can say something real quick, stop my pen. Hey, yo, add this. Oh, that's fire. Keep doing that. Oh, do that for four bars. Give me that. That's perfect. I need, you You put it right on time while I'm writing this four <laughs> bars. Right on time. Right? You know what I'm that's saying? That's dope. So, and, and that's why every song is literally catered to to each emotion. It's not a song that I put out that's not tailored fit to what I'm doing. Mm, that's ill. That doesn't happen at all these days. Nah. I, I'm going yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna to credit that back to your pops being a DJ, man. I think that's just osmosis. Yeah, the air. You know? The air, the air. I, yeah. My air is different. I, between my pops, French, and my mom, and like the, my older folks who influenced like really my ears. Like I, I'm to, it's to the point where I can hear mixes. Like I'll be sitting there with French while he's mixing right. another client. It only got nothing to do with me. And I'll hear I can hear levels now. It's like, oh shit. I can I can pick up the different <laughs> levels in the monitor and like, oh nah, that's that that's too high. You need to you need to tweak that a little bit or oh he's like, shut up, I'm on it already. Like I'm trying to play some like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. but, yo, you created this, you know what I mean? Like, yo, don't be mad at me now. Like you know how it is. He like, man, I don't, I don't tell you about no bars to write. You don't tell me about my beat. That's right. how it won't work. Right. No, I gotta show respect. That's all. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. That's dope, man. So how'd you end up linking yeah. up with these guys? It, was it through French? Like, how'd, how'd you end up linking up with Flea and Loyalty or Death and all those cats? Um, we actually was recording in the same spot. It was through French. Uh, French was working with another young man, another producer that Flea was working with at the time. And um, whatever happened with their relationship, it didn't work out. And um, the producer in French, but, you know, Flea ended up still using the, the space. So he still wanted to work, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's convenient space. It's in Harlem. It's great quality sound coming out of there. Like I said, French is a very hard worker. So, you know, constantly I'm walking in on his sessions. He's walking in on my sessions. You know how that is. Yeah, so mm-hmm. when you... Constantly, and then you know, I missed the meet me in the sky. Flea is the chopper lord. He, you know, he always got the good gas on deck. So you know, <laughs> after smoking a couple choppers and always building with the right people, you know, like mine's always going to, you know, continue to build with each other. So okay. um, he he took the time to really make sure I had a good platform to jump from and make sure I had like you know at least a couple eyes paying attention for me. But he had he has a very busy year this year, so he's focusing on you know getting his getting his product in the right place and he's killing shit right now. I mean I know y'all see what's going on. Yeah, you can say that right now. Yeah, you can say that. Yeah, definitely killing shit right now. Yeah, word for sure. Deserves every every bit of it too, man. That's dope. I just I just love seeing y'all, you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just trying to, like I said, he said he set a strong paradigm for and he put a bar up, you know, and, and that's up to us to do chin ups. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, all, that's yeah. all you can ask of a man is show you the way. Word. So once the way is shown, now you got to do your reps, baby. You got to come get your money. So <laughs> I'm here to get my money. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm here to put my reps in, make sure they know that you know I'm, I'm here for the long haul. That's yes, good sir. shit. 
Yo, Jack, I was gonna ask you, what's up with the um what's up with the mask uh theme? Are they like, uh, like- Ah, that's so that's <laughs> beautiful. I'm glad you asked me that, right? The play Doctor Mask thing is something that um me and Flea sat and built on with the original project of Survivors. But um, you know, the history with the play Doctor Mask is, you know, the doctors they used to wear to kind of protect themselves from the bubonic plague, you know, back in the eighteen hundreds and all of that. And um I use it as a double metaphor. Like, you know, if you see the game, I consider that the play. You know what I mean? I think mm. it's a disease. And I'm just protecting myself, you know, from the nonsense. So even though, like, I have a small, small cipher of things I listen to, I don't try to be influenced by anything. Everybody asks me, well, you heard this new jam or you heard, you know, such and such. And usually I didn't because I don't want to, I don't want anything to have influence over my pen mm. because just even if you don't want it to, subconsciously it's gonna play a part you know oh, no doubt. especially if it's dope yeah. if it's dope any creator is gonna appreciate it so it's not I try to stay far away from everything so that play mass is kind of representation of how I handle things like you know what I'm saying like I, it's me navigating through the hip hop game it's me protecting my, my hip hop purity so I can give the people who, you know, who are survivors, my fellow, you know, boom bathers, the people who appreciate what we're doing, give them their art in its purest form. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of what the play match represents. It's like me navigating through this hip hop game. Dope. That's dope, man, because a lot of people just do some like different shit just to be different and there's no message or meaning behind it these days. You know, everybody's like, you know how it is, man. Like, yeah, I, it's just like, oh, I, I want the cool, artsy looking. Yeah, thing, yeah, you know? right. Nah, yeah, I want the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. You know, <laughs> you know. I mean, dude, the game nah, is so we, wide open now. From like when you know, shit. I mean, I'm fucking forty two. Meeks is. I mean, don't shit. Even, he's don't he's old. He's it. older. He's older. But I mean, like <laughs> yeah. you know, a lot of the shit that we see these days, I, I still bug out because you know, ten, fifteen, twenty years ago, like if you if you'd ever dropped having like that type of artwork, like uh, people would have thought you were a fucking weirdo or something. Right. But right. like now it's like, right. now like, the, which is dope. That's it, the er- thing. Everything's wide Man, open. You gotta, you gotta give credit to like the West side guns of the game. Oh, word. You know, the, the, yeah. the, the Conway's, the Makami's, the, the people who have kind of transitioned this boom back into like art dealership. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's more now, what is the art that's tied to the music and why is it? Do, is there any knowledge of it? Because we had they had to expand the market. It was hard to get money in music. You know what I'm saying? Like that's mm-hmm. what no one had an answer for for a long yeah. time. Was especially after the internet took shit over and the machines were still running things. So the artists getting raped by the internet and the artists getting raped by the machines. So how does the artist eat? How do you make? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. unless you're a top artist, unless you're the top dog, where you can make those micro pennies add up to something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like how does the artist eat? So this these pioneers of like this this underground kind of I don't I don't even can can we even call it underground anymore? Seeing pictures of Benny the Butcher next to Hove, you know what I'm Lord. saying? Like, can we, yes. Can it what what do you call know. it now? <laughs> you write about you that. It, I don't know. I call it beauty. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it's beautiful. Is what I call definitely it. definitely it, was it, good it, to it, see some shit like that kinda, for real. They took the money back. They took the power back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like from from the labels and. and 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 force them to play their game, like oh, you know yeah. what I mean. Like I don't know any details on their con- I don't know anything about their back end business, but I can I can tell you what I see from a fan perspective. You know what I mean? They yeah. they got control over what they're putting out. They're not putting out no foo foo shit. Nah. They putting out straight heat. They so it's it, shit that gutter it, out it, there. I, 
Yeah, yeah, they telling they real live stories. They not they not playing into the hands of of the of the of the machine. You know what I'm saying? No so I, I I love what they've done, and it's created a lane for artists that are really good at. If you're good at this shit, then you can play. You know what I'm saying? Right. But like, yeah. if you if you if you not even you know if you don't take this serious, then you're not gonna survive in this in this arena. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's only for the elite. Like. Yeah, my theory is is that, you know, and just by chance, you know, Meeks and I started this thing five years ago, not knowing what was around the corner, you know, just with the right. way the way this whole shit kind of like, you know, uh, some people call it a renaissance or the new golden era, what whatever you want to call it. But um, you know, where was I where was I going with this? I was gonna say some real prolific shit and it just left me. You would have thought I know been... it, yo, it sounded prolific as shit, bro. Mad prolific. <laughs> are you are you all right? You. Are you all right tonight? I don't know what's yo, going on with me tonight. I need like, you to get, get I, I need you to pull that back in, in man. Cause right. You had me open though. I'm like, man, homie, right. go on now. I, what I, happened? I'm sitting here with the blunt unlit. I said, yo, he's he about to drop a <laughs> room right now. Let me light this shit up with my shit together. You know what I'm saying? I'm what happened, homie? You know hey, man. Man. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Think about that for a minute. I got a couple questions for you, Jag. And they not that prolific either, man. Uh, you was talking about you was talking about your twins earlier, man. Are you are you getting your seat, your sleep back together, man? They seven months old now. You know what? I'm so blessed to have a strong, a strong black woman in my corner. So I work a lot, and I, I'm I'm still outside. So you know, my time is really spent on trying to make a living. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So real talk, my, my 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 lady really picked up a lot of the buck, and I got twins. I ain't shit, but like I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you, like I ain't I ain't I ain't take the bang like how most people with twins take the bang bang. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she did a lot of this shit herself. So like, you know what I mean? It's like on some, uh, you got this? I ain't going back to sleep. I, 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 I gotta get up in the morning. You know, they gotta be at work six o'clock. So no that, doubt. You know the vibes. All right. You got the juice. All right. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. I kind of I had a little ABB select start up, up, down. Like, you know, a little cheat code. Okay, a little <laughs> cheat code. I got you. No doubt. And my other my other questions, man. I just uh I just followed you on IG, man. Make sure you follow back. Uh I was looking at absolutely, I was looking absolutely. at a, I was looking at a couple of pics. You look like a big dude. I'm a big dude. And and over the years I kind of realized that that rap is a little man sport. How you <laughs> how you feel about that shit right there, man? Cause I'm six I'm six seven two eighty. I disagree. I'm six seven two eighty. You know man. what I'm saying? Salute the pounds four four eight, man. <laughs> now, yo, yeah. pounds might be might be having the, the 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 strongest. You know what I mean? Artists come out of the year right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> big man running shit. You know what I'm All saying? Right. Like it, it's big niggas running shit, man. I don't know about that, man. I okay. agree with you, man. Yo, Rose and Cali had us looking good for like two straight, baby. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't count Listen, them, man. Because they, yo, me, I, me. They, I got my they, chest. I, I, got, I got my chest tatted. You can't tell me nothing now, bro. I'm outside. Just talk to me. Talk to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't talk count. Nice. I don't I'm count. Outside. I don't count Rose and, and, and Kyler, man. Because they, they wide. They ain't tall. They ain't big and tall. I'm talking about big and tall. You look like you like six five or something. What you, what you standing at? I'm, I'm, I'm six. I'm, I'm six two. I'm six, six two. two okay. Six, I'm six two. Okay. <laughs> All right. I just, I That's just, fucking I'm a big dude. 
always do. Like, you know what no I'm saying? Doubt. I try to never deny that. But I, but I, I think I don't think deny, I don't <laughs> think people take into consideration, man, how how hip hop has 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 made people's image more than what it was. You know what I mean? Like it was sexualized, bro. We know it was sexualized. Not, let's, I mean, let's not let's not call it anything but what it is. You not even not like, even they, not even really really about that about about sexualizing, but I'm just talking about the imagery itself. When you think about a mob deep or you think about a, a, a DMX and you think about those videos that popped off early, they God, they seem larger than life, you know what I'm saying? But but right, and, but, they, and they wasn't and they was not, you know what I mean? So it's just like that's the thing for me. But it's like it's like I guess I guess but early on for me, I gravitated though, right? I gravitated towards seeing industry rappers. Mm. Some real shit now. You, you brought us so you, you digging. Okay. I, when I was young, right, <laughs> I, the first niggas I met was I saw Cam get out the car. Right now, yeah. you ever met Cam in real life? I no, have not. I haven't either. So Cam about six four. He big ass dude. Played like, ball and like, all that. Yeah. So, yeah, he tall as shit. He used to play ball and all that. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So he get out. I'm like, oh, rappers is fucking giants. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's different for you. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was just about to say, I gravitated towards the right cats in the game because um, right. I went, I went on, I went on tour with uh with Chris some years back, and I Karis always, won. yeah, Karis I always, won. I always felt like that's somebody I need to really line myself up with. So when I actually met him in the flesh and saw we were standing eye to eye I was like yeah I'm in the right I'm in the right arena right now <laughs> right, right. you know what I'm saying yeah I did my thing you know what I'm saying so yeah but uh but yeah man this is uh man you got a you got a, a a wonderful story man I, I I appreciate your grind and your hustle man and and we fans over here you know what I'm saying we you can go and back I, over. And you I'm can a go, fan too. That's yeah. a boomerang. I want y'all to know that. No doubt. Man. So salute to Southern Vanguard and salute to everybody who taps in. Yeah. If you listen to this radio, please understand you got respect from G4 for no doubt. this platform because they give artists like me a voice. You no know doubt. Me? I was just about like, to I'm, say. I'm somebody who's been putting this pain in for years. Right? Yeah. And, and I appreciate any guys who reach out to the bottom and listen to the survivors. So yeah, thank man. You, for that. you can right. go back and look at the playlist, man. We fans over here, so we're gonna we can we're gonna continue to put that on. And and anytime you got something, you you trying to you know get a feel for for what the people think about it or whatever, man. You can send it this way. We got Word. you. Oh, oh man, y'all on the email list, man. Please shoot me an email <laughs> or a DM or something. I yes, add you right to to the new release list. Like, yes, you know sir. what I'm we'll saying? Y'all get everything. When the DJs get it, same time. No doubt. Time. <laughs> no doubt. Yo, I, I figured it out. I remembered it, but I think it's kind of anticlimactic now. Nah, run that, homie. We need well, to get that. Well, Jack was talking earlier about how you know if you know if you want to do this shit now, like you know this lane that 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 you know Westside and this this group of folks created, and like you know the art and shit like that. Like if you want to do it and it's dope and you're good at it, you know you're gonna win. You know to Jack's point. So Jack, where, where I was going with that before I completely lost it into the ether somewhere is that I firmly believe we've had multiple conversations about this, Meeks. That I think we're at a point now where natural selection is going to take over because mm, there's right. so there's so many records that come out every week, so many albums, so many singles. And like I think we're probably gonna hit a wall, or these artists are gonna hit a wall, and we're gonna start seeing folks kind of fall off because yeah. they one they can't keep up with the demand, 
And two, the shit isn't unique and dope enough for, you know, them to be sustained any longer. No they doubt. can't they can't come up with a product that people will invest in beyond them downloading it for free off hip hop bootleggers or you know wh- whatever right. the fuck it is, right? Yeah. So I mean, well, I th- what's going to happen is like, like you're, you're absolutely right. Natural selection is about to take over. If you don't sound like yourself, if you sound like anybody right. else, that they're too. not going to dig it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you got to be your own lane. So that that's why I love what I bring to the table because I don't tell anything but my stories. Yeah, all yeah. my music is a reflection of my real life, and everybody says, "Oh yeah, well that's what I do." I tell my, but like. Is it interesting? Is it, is it right. worth listening to? Right. You know what I'm saying? We all want to hear. We on the block all day because we heard that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We know that story. We, we we know what that's like. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's different? What makes you different? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And I think that is absolutely right. Because I literally just had that same conversation with Flint. Is that what's going to stand out is that the authenticity. Yeah. And yeah. we have a different story. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like we telling the exact same tale that was heard over and over. Yes, we got some, some, some memorable parts. We got some rights of passage. Like, yeah. everybody right, else is going to have right. rights of passage. Right. But you're, you're going to have... What, what makes your story separate you from the, from the crowd? No you know doubt. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. No doubt. I, uh, I, shut, I shut the barber down, but, uh, barbershop down this weekend, homie. I was in there Saturday, and the question <laughs> came up. Um, from the chair uh, next to me, yo. If if, if Andre three thousand drop a, a record right now, you think it'll 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 blow the fuck up? I said no. They was like, "What the fuck you mean? Like three thousand? I was like, I was like, that nigga got fourteen days, just like everybody else out here. <laughs> I was like, y'all y'all quit playing now. <laughs> Quit playing yourself. He drop an album right now. He got 14 days, just like everybody, just like 444, just like (laughs) Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib, (laughs) just like every two weeks, goddammit. That's it. (laughs) What you were saying, Jack? He better rack up all he can in that 14 days. (laughs) That's what he got. That's all he got. (laughs) What you was about to say, Jack? I was going to say, we'll talk. It, it would pretend, It would. It would depend on the producer he chooses to work with, and if yeah. it's a single or a whole project. Because if Andre Three Thousand comes with a Pharrell single, he could take over the rest of the year. Mm. It couldn't be. It, it might not be fourteen days. It might be the rest of the year. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would say. It, it I would say it'd it. be a combination of that and and the promotions. I, I think he can go pop. Yeah. Andre Three Thousand has full Absolutely. capability yeah, of going. He's already done music. that. No he, doubt. He, like, yeah, like... No doubt. It don't got to be hip-hop with him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, that... Like, if he put out a fire hip-hop record, yeah. I agree with you one million percent. Yeah. Two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but... If we talking about Andre 3000 now, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you got to put yeah. him in the lane with with, 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 with your Drake's, with your... Which is, you know what I'm saying? He and that's that funny you said Drake, cause cause Drake is Drake is a top dog right now. He's figured out how to stay on everybody's mind right now. So 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 to that yeah, I was I, I was I but I when when they initially but brought I, I the question say, out. I would, say, I would say even Meek is on his way back to the top because what he's doing with this whole prison reform thing and 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 really taking over these visuals, yeah. like attacking this Amazon Prime market and and attacking these voters in this time yeah. where 
where in this hot political climate, yeah. he he actually might have he might have dipped that sauce in some shit that niggas ain't ain't, ain't wasn't ready for. Yeah, that's that rock nation shit though. He, he, yeah, that's, that's, rock nation that's a rock nation shit. shit. And then the other thing too is now Meek with all of this behind him and what he's trying to do, he's got to change his whole shit up. It can't be fly yeah. dream chasers shit no more. You know what I'm saying? It's it's got to be some. He got to be on some real shit. He can't. You can't put out but, the typical Meek Mill music really now. Listen to his catalog. He always talk about some 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 authentic like he like because I'm not and I'm not the biggest not, no shade to Meek. I'm, I don't listen to anybody though. Like I already said that I listen to the, the very few people I already named. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So when it comes to like those outside sources, I really don't tap in like that like that. But I pay attention to the business. You know what I'm saying? Right. And from a from a business standpoint, he playing chess right now. Like, you know what I mean? No it's like, doubt. Yo, he made a lot of good chess moves in the last three months. No so doubt. I, I I can't wait to see what's next. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like okay. and there's no one who's moving like that besides him. Like, you know, yeah. like with the power and the and the and the and the the the, the fucking momentum besides yeah. Griselda. But they they I'm they're talking about pure music. Like no you know doubt. what I mean? Like they and he wants some like it looked like he want to be the next hoe. Like he wants some like y'all yeah, trying to yeah, figure it's gonna out be how to interesting. get to this media shit. That, 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 that's, that's a good. That's a good point. There aren't many fo- many folks that would own what Meek Meek is doing right now. Because you got to realize right. what, what you're gonna give up, quote unquote, give up to do some shit like that. Absolutely. Right? You know. Yeah. Right. And you got to really be committed to it. And that's what I was saying. Like when I right. when I was talking about how he got to change his shit up. That's gonna be a test of his commitment to to the to the path that yeah. he's on right now. No doubt. Yeah, it's real interesting right now, man. Definitely. For sure. It's a it's an interesting climate right now. It's a definitely interesting climate because um it's a lot of voices that want to be heard and it's a lot of people, you know, it's a lot of different people that's stepping up, you know what I mean? Definitely. So, Jag, last one from me, man. I, I uh I was talking about uh, um chopped herring records at the at the beginning of the show. I saw that the uh survivors came out on uh Dutch uh Dutch, Dutch label, yeah. uh the rap winkle. Um, yes, sir. Uh, was that was that a good business move? Did they do good business? And would you work with them again? Um, the Rap Winkle did excellent business. They 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 did exactly. They, they literally they did they did great business. And um, yeah, if they worked if they reached out, I would definitely work with them again. Um, but uh, like like it's 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 no. They did good business. I have okay. no qualms with with the Rap Winkles. Like they. They reached out. They was clear. They they communicated. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was good, it was good business. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's what's up. Do you ever do you ever think yeah, you'd have a, a a Dutch record label putting out uh putting out your shit on vinyl, Jack? Shit, just reaching out I to you. You know what I mean? One fifteenth and Mortiside Avenue. I never had that. <laughs> that's wild, right? <laughs> like me and Flip, yeah, we and Flea was looking at each other like, "What?" Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's have a conversation. That's you know dope. What I mean? like, that's what that's we're talking dope. About. Yeah, and they actually dope. they 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 came to the table official like like yeah, good business people dope. like salute to the rap winkle like no no you know what I'm saying like much salute to those guys like because they they gave an opportunity to a kid like you know what I'm saying yeah that's from the bottom so it's like now I have things that's you know going to be in the universe for forever like you know what I mean like the, I'm on a resale market 
my, my project right now is on the resale market, one hundred and forty dollars a vinyl. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I you got to come out the pocket for that you shit in right the now. Games, huh? Yeah, like yeah, like, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? No to be appreciated. Every every poet just want to be heard. Like I think you know, J Cole had that quote on one of his projects. You know what I'm saying? No that, that's the truth. Like everybody just want to be heard. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you want to listen to this story. Like, you know what I mean? And um and, and appreciate this art that we bring it to the table. You feel me? Like this shit not easy. Like, Word. So that being said, Jack, what do you want to leave the people with, man? The floor is yours. Whatever you want to say. Oh, uh, man. Um, the biggest thing I want to say is, man, thank y'all, man. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, first and foremost, secondly, if you want to follow up, please go to g4jag.bandcamp.com. That's G, the number four, J-A-G, dot bandcamp.com. That's your source for all music. You can stream it. You can download it. Tap in, buy some merchandise, buy some physicals. New project coming September 11th. You know I got to drop 9-11 every year. I'll oh, yeah. around with that Hell, date. Yeah. So you know I'm coming. Like, you know what I mean? And just being told. Thanks, Southern Vanguard. And salute to the Fly family, man. Everybody that's tapped in. No doubt. Word. We appreciate you, Jack. Jack, thank you, brother. This has been a real pleasure, man, on, on a number of fronts, man. This has been a real great conversation tonight. Pr- probably the most fun we've had in a while, One I One of the best say. this year, for sure. No doubt. Oh man, that's a that's a humbling that's a humbling compliment, man. I'm take that and run with it. You feel me? Good looking, all right. no doubt. Word. All right, we'll be, be good, in t- Jack. We'll be in touch, Jack. All right, stay up. And that's a boomerang, yeah. We all right, go make some bottles or something, yeah, man. Get them pampers together, man. All Get right. ready. <laughs> peace, peace, peace. All right, peace, Jack. <laughs> got all you. right, got you. <laughs> <laughs> peace. Bye. Oh man, wow. Yeah, awesome, awesome fucking story, man. Look, man, I always have fun at this shit. Oh, we always have fun, right? Yeah, we gotta stop. Just- we gotta stop flip flopping on the interview, man. Because one one week we, it's kind of, it's a little sketchy. <laughs> but then you talk to a G four Jag, and all is right with man. The world. Just a fucking good conversation, just all it's over a great the map, story, man. man. Just a great story, man. It is a great story. Yeah, all yeah, right. I can appreciate that. All right, so G four Jag hit his band camp. You can search G4 Jag Bandcamp. The shit just comes up. I just checked, actually. No doubt. Uh, So like he said, I mean, uh, you know, 2019 was crazy for this brother. He had, what, the survivors drop at the top of the year. Nothing was given, dropped uh, a couple months ago. He's got a collaborative project with Mad Hatton out now called The Sixth Man. We're going to get into some of those joints. And, you know. He putting it out there, man. Go get it. Yeah, just support you know him. I mean? Shout out Big French too. No, man, Big French. We we got to get that interview too because he could. Tell we do some need. Stories. Oh, we do need to get that interview. <laughs> I'm putting French, that on the list. Frenchy, we coming yeah, at you. French, you next, man. Holler at us for real. We're gonna make that shit happen. Yo, we are the guard, y'all. Lord, DJ John Doe, yeah. Cappuccino Meeks, man. Southern Vanguard Radio. We out. Yeah, yeah. Peace, peace, y'all.